Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ngakidi, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 7th, 2022. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that that's about it. <laughs> Luna, Luna had, yep. I believe something came up for her... Her sister, her sister, her sister really kind of drives a wedge into our plans a lot of times now. Yeah, she she really does, but in, you know, it's nothing Luna can can do about it. So yeah, she's she's just being a really good big sister at this point. Yep, she is. She'll be on next week for sure, and then the thing is, we'll have one episode together because I won't be on the twentieth because. I have some um, family things to take care of, and then obviously Luna's not going to be on the twenty-seven because she loves her her love for Halloween over yep. trumps anything at this point, and I think it would be her anniversary at that at that point too. Yes, it's uh, two days after her anniversary, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, how have you been? What you've been listening to as of late? I I've been pretty good. It's been a busy week. I've been checking out some new stuff. Uh, that I've been liking quite a lot. So I went back and I found that Maruri to Ryuga had dropped an album last year and I had just completely missed it. So I went back and listened to that and it's just a self-titled album, but it's really good. I I liked it. If you like uh, Maruri to Ryuga, I definitely recommend checking that out. It was a lot of fun. I was checking out Dice's new single, Ima, really good. I am I like that one quite a bit. That's that was a lot of fun. I've been checking out LOL's latest release, also Magic of a Laugh. That's a lot of fun. So I've been doing that one. Uh, Seven Order uh, released their latest single, Growing Up, and having some fun with that. Also started checking out. Uh, a new band uh, called My Hair Is Bad, and uh, they're, I've been listening to their latest album, Angels, and that was pretty good too. I've I've been enjoying my time with that as well. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything I've been listening to. Uh, what have you been checking out, my good sir? So, per the years, I've been checking out a lot of very very interesting things here. I've been listening to. Uh, uh, Kumo Healy's uh, latest album, also titled Kumo Healy, and the track Tabi no Dekakiru Yo is actually really, really good. It's kind of a bit of a slow song. It reminds me of like a Western style song. It has that really uh, Western feel. Not, not so much Western as in Western style, Western as in the Cowboys style of Western, because it has that drawl that has the western style of music had so it's very interesting overall i've been also checking milda's latest album from milda swimming in the boardroom colors and rain it's a lot of stuff that really stood out for me uh kiko's latest single white has actually been really really good as well been loving a lot of the work that they've been doing as well so i've been also listening to junya nakano's latest release he's a composer digital composer his album of 2038 to 2062 with the specifically the track master has actually been really really standing out for me it's been a a track that i've been kind of giving 
getting myself lost into. Then we also have a song that I'm pretty sure will come up within the next week or two, which is The Rampage from Exile Tribe. With their latest release, Tsunage uh, uh, Kizuna, that's actually been really, really good. I've been also listening to Stutz's latest release from Orbit, specifically the track Timing Disco Famousing A Witch. So I'm pretty sure Luna would go crazy over this song because of the fact that A Witch is in there. Um, I was also listening to Uruwashi's latest release. Uh, um, called Down to Earth featuring Chloe Cabela and AWSM. You know, Udawashi has been doing some amazing work. You know, I love his compositions and his collab work, obviously, because he doesn't have a traditional vocalist usually doing his work for him, has been actually really, really good. And if you guys have the chance, go check out the cover art. I really like the cover art specifically for the artist album. So... But I was also listening to Epite's Dance Alone single. Epite's has been releasing some very, very nice work here. Some indie rock, but, you know, overall just kind of keeping the mood, so to speak. Um, Birds Number One, which is an EP done by Asami Tano. It's actually really good. The the song Owl is very interesting. So they're all named after birds, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they are. So there's a there's also a mug pie. There's thrush and crows, um, track on there. I think the owl one is very nice. It has the mood of being nocturnal, also it has a much more slower tempo composition with the piano just like absolutely hitting perfectly on all cylinders there. And finally, I got to listen to a new group called Empire Cafeteria, and they released an album called uh, Teiko Kusa Kisa which is really, really fantastic. I really like that release on it called Calendar. You know, usual rock fair, something that is very interesting. I've been kind of listening to the more indie styles again, something to kind of shake it up from, especially from what we're going to be listening to in a little bit here from the Oricon here. But that's just a little sample of what I've been listening to. Like like I said, I love, I love just finding new groups and bouncing off back and forth about all these albums and artists it's probably one of the, one of the things that i absolutely love doing throughout my week <laughs> so every week i always look forward to this yeah so let's kind of shift over on over to oricon here but first off we have uh, bitumen summer chance day and chance way by layla not much more we can talk about with that release but this week it sold a wonderful 3,361 copies. And going on up to number 9, it is uh, De Machi Yanagi Parallel Universe by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Now, this it's been a while since we kind of listened to Asian Kung Fu Generation. I mean, they, they released an album earlier in the year and they've released a couple singles that I've I've been listening to but I know that you haven't been really keeping up to them so what what did you think about this release for the Machi Yanagi Paranormal Universe yeah no I, I thought this was pretty okay for what it was I I've always preferred like early Asian Kung Fu Generation their early work their later stuff I I don't I've never been a bigger fan of it it's it's very much hit and miss with me. 
and and so I've always had like a like their later stuff. I need to actually sit down and spend some genuine time with I was gonna, it. But I was, I was gonna say, I mean, they they haven't really shook up their style in a long time, and you know yeah. the thing is, I I <laughs> I equate them to end what ended up what happening to Weezer, basically where they had really good first couple albums, but a lot of the latest stuff have been either really really good or very very bad misses. Overall, for me, I really liked this release. I really liked the the EP overall, mostly because I got to hear. I, I like Asian Kung Fu Generation style. You know, as as much as we kind of got into this whole thing last week about about you know sticking into your lane with Galay. You know, with Asian Kung Fu Generation, they are still able to for for me anyway to to introduce something kind of new, but it's still not going so much out of their wheelhouse, so to speak. Yeah. I, yeah, and like I said, I did like this overall. I, I wasn't wowed by it, if that makes any sense. I wasn't, like, swept up by it or anything like that. But I thought, like, what is here? Uh, uh, Demachi Yanagi Parallel Universe was pretty good i like really all four of the tracks like I, again i didn't hit the plus sign on this and and that that was kind of my thing it's like i liked it but not like just it wasn't quite enough for me to hit the plus sign on it but i would be willing to check it out and i did forget they also released an album this year planet folks yeah which is also that, that'd be good which yeah that, that, you know, that'd be worth checking out too I, I want to know if you noticed this because they ended the the they started the the EP and ended the EP with fairly much the same style of song. The composition was exactly the same. It's just that the words were different. Yeah, I did notice that because and and you can tell because they have similar names to it so it's uh damachi yanagi universe and then with parallel universe at this one (laughs) yeah yeah uh i did notice that which is very interesting because i was like this sounds like when it got down to the bottom i was like this sounds like the first song yeah (laughs) but yeah regardless this week it sold a lovely 3,368 copies. And going on up to number 8, it is Trace Treats by King and Prince. You know, they're hanging on here ever so often, but I'm pretty sure this is the last week we'll see Trace Trace. So. But this week it sold a lovely 5,047 copies here. And going up to number 7, it is... Jealousy Ume Kisu Oshio by Leon Nihamaru uh, Nihama. So, this is very, very interesting. So, he's a traditional Inca singer, and this is his first pop style release. And what did you think of uh, Leon's style here? Uh, it was amazing. I, I love this track. This was hit of the week, absolutely floored. And I, I, I mean, the, 
I'm certain he's a great Incan singer, but man, this guy can do pop. <laughs> he can do pop so well. It's so good. I, I love just the energy, the flair. It's executed so well. Uh, Jealousy was just so much fun to listen to. I'm shorting it just a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, Leon's is so good at this. And, you know, I, I imagine... Inkin's a little bit more intensive than this, so I mean, he sounds like he's having a blast singing this song, and oh, yeah. I just I, I thought it was infectious, really. Just this, this whole release, I it was it, it was a highlight of my week. I absolutely loved it, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be listening to this uh, quite a lot. And I, I, I this will definitely wind up probably on an OG. Yeah, uh, so we'll when see I, if it winds up on the list at the end of the year, but it, it'll when, definitely be in my OG for October. When I first came across this, I was like, "Oh, Gray is going to really, really like this release," because I know for a fact that, you know, as much as I love um, Nihama Leon, a lot of his stuff is very Inca based, and I, I, I would love to hear if he does a. a a, a kind of thing of transition where he goes back and forth, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you have Kiyoshi Hikawa. Ki- Kiyoshi Hikawa. Thank you. I, God, I don't know. Like I said, we talk about him all the time, but I was drawing a blank. Uh, so, I know Kiyoshi Hikawa, he he, he, he he bounces back and forth. He, you know, sometimes he'll, he'll do, for a I while mean, there, he was I doing mean, he, nothing but pop. Well, I mean, he only did it the twice, the two times. <laughs> yeah, it was the two times, but uh, and, it was, and when, I, I, the reason why he did it was because of it was being used for super. I think I don't know. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, I I felt like he did it to great success, and and so I, I mean, if he can do it, I, I think Leon can. I, I think he's. I mean, I, I'm. I don't know. I haven't heard his Incan, so I, I don't know, like, you know, in the in the Incan atmosphere, I don't know, like, where he Inca. is in comparison to... Ki- th- oh, sorry, you're right, Inca. I don't know where he is in the in that sphere, that bubble, but, I mean, I, I guess I, I felt like he'd, he'd done a great job executing this song. It's it's so well done, and honestly, it's I would imagine it's a little easier on his vocal cords. I... I Personally, I like I, I imagine like Inca's way harder to sing. So uh, uh, he 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 kind of blurs that line because he doesn't go as high as traditional Inca single. Gotcha. So okay, yeah. It I, I'd be interesting to see uh, what he does. Definitely, I'm gonna keep an eye on this guy because I, I I I he's a great vocalist and. Uh, I'd I'd like to hear more from him. But regardless, jealousy, ume ni kisu o shio sold a lovely five thousand three hundred and one copies, and going on up to number six, it is B san wa naze naku naru no ka by HKT forty eight. This week it sold a lovely five thousand seven hundred and twenty seven copies. It's very interesting that this particular release have been kind of coming in and out of the Oricon for like the past couple of months now. So, 
But regardless, going on up to number five, it is Sukito Yu no wa Horakudase by Nogizaka46. Not much more we can say about this release. This week it sold a lovely 9,157 copies here. This week, and going on up to number four, it is Endless Blue by Jewel Mare. Now, this is the first physical release single done by Jewel Mare, and might have been your first exposure to Jewel Mare because I've I've came across them a handful of times and I for the digital side, but I don't know if you were on those episodes. No, I, I don't think I was because I, I'm not familiar with them, but it was definitely interesting checking them out. Uh, I I wound up liking Endless Blue. I, I didn't like it so much that I hit the plus sign on these this release, but overall, I, I, I thought it was fun. It's cute. It's definitely got a charm to it, and I, I like the energy about it. It's got a good melody. The girls do a pretty good job executing the song, and I, I did. I, I thought this was a pretty good release overall. I think it's definitely a strong start to their career. Uh, I don't hear anything in this release that really makes them stand out from the crowd, no, but, they don't. <laughs> that, that, no, I, I mean it, it's it's very, you know, traditional idol flair. But for what it is, I, I did. I, I like, like I said, not enough to hit the plus sign. I mean, I can see myself maybe going back and adding this. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if uh, I'm going to spend too much time with it though uh, after this episode. But like I said, for what it is, I, I thought it was the delight, and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I felt about this, honestly. You know, for, for them, I this this is their debut style of song, and I'm not going to go hard on them, but there's nothing to really leech on from, from this, unless you've heard it. But if you haven't heard it before, then it's totally brand new for Idol Fair, but for someone that has been a fan of Idols for the longest time, this isn't really rewriting the ship so to speak so but regardless this week it sold a lovely 9,242 copies going on up to number three it is Illuminous by Luna now <laughs> oh boy <laughs> sorry when I, when I first gazed of my eyes upon this group I just ended up laughing because I specifically knew what we were gonna get and that did not change all that much this is another 12 member female Korean idol group and Yeah, no, there's nothing, nothing new to to sing home about this. Let's just, it's it's uh, it's K-pop. It's female K-pop, and everyone wants to t- chase after twice at this point. Yeah, that was the feeling I got to. You know, this this group is very much in that same vein. Twice, I, think, I mean, it's tw- it's yeah. twelve members exactly, like how twice it is. 
Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember the member count for twice, but I think it's either yeah, nine, it's yeah. nine or twelve. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I this I will say so I didn't like Luminous all I I didn't even make it through the song I think I got halfway through it and I was like I I don't think I need to hear much more to know I, I this is not for me yeah I started laughing uh, when I heard that I was just like oh my yeah. god all right here we go yeah <laughs> the, the this the, I was not the target audience for this track so you know it, it is what it is I wound up liking Sick Love I I, I don't. I don't. I don't know why. I not enough to hit the plus sign on it. Yeah. But I, I when sick love, like I, I was bobbing my head a little bit to it. I thought it was a bit catchier, and I, I could kind of move to it a little bit. So I, I thought sick love worked a little bit better. But that, that's just me. And uh, high high is okay. Uh, it's definitely a different style than the other two tracks it's uh definitely something it's like a little different but i don't know it, it wasn't quite working for me i like i said sick love was i i thought the highlight of the, of the oh, release personally if, if there's if there's look, there was another reason why i just did not like luminous and sick love if there's one piece of audio that you could play over and over that I absolutely hate. It's the sound that they play throughout this particular track. Yeah, and I I, I don't. To me, like I, this this felt pretty indistinguishable from what like a, a lot of other groups are doing. I mean, and I, I could have thought I could have sworn twice sung this song, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes me. It makes me feel bad because I don't want to say this to these groups. Hell, like, I don't want to say this to any group that I could imagine and how I hear. Obviously, I don't listen to K-pop. So it could be disingenuous of me to say this. But because I am not, I'm only listening to it one month at a time or one week at a time. I'm not constantly listening to it to, like, how their fans are. But... Luminous and Luminous, particularly and Sick Love to that point, it just sounds like standard female K pop idol group that we've been listening to for like the past year and a half to three years since Twice showed up onto the scene. So, yeah, they're not doing anything to really shake up the formula, and that that's just. Like I said, like I said, I I like sick love, but I I wouldn't hit the plus sign, and I, honestly, I don't know if I'm I'd go back and listen to it after today. And you know, I, I I I feel bad. I feel really bad because luminous sounds exactly like. I, as soon as I heard the song, I know I know when the dive is gonna come in, when certain art artists are gonna sing or vocalists are gonna sing, because it sounds the formula of how they do styles of songs like this has not changed. It hasn't, and if 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 you really just if as an outsider looking in to songs like this. It's really difficult to be like, yeah, 
I understand kind of thing where I can kind of guess. And trust me, I've done this for other idol stuff. It's not just K-pop that I and K-pop act or idols that I've done this to. AKB and NMB, the 48s and 46s are really big victims of this as well, where I can tell when dips are going to happen. And it's just how how formulaic the idol industry has become at this point, and it's sad. It's it's really sad that everyone is pretty much try, and trying to chase clout at this point and not trying to make their, their stamp known to be individualist. Granted, I know individualism at this point does not sell money unless it's boom shakalaka, but it's it's sad. It's it's really sad to see how. It now if someone I know someone's out there that is going to prove me wrong about this, but I can't see how female Korean idol groups are going to last if they are going to just chase twice it's going to be really really difficult at least with the male stuff they they've been they learn they know what to do now they kind of for the most part they know what to do they can't just chase bts because bts is in it in a league of their own at this point but for the female side it it's going to be really difficult and and for these groups that are doing returns now It'll be very interesting to see how returning K-pop artists like Girls' Generation and and um, Kara are gonna do because the industry has changed since initially they they were joined, and it'd be very interesting to kind of sit down and do this. Granted, it'll probably just be a me and Luna kind of thing because I know you haven't been you're not really. A fan of the the K-pop stuff that that that's been going on right now, and I don't think we could have you sit down and force you to listen to their old stuff anyway. But yeah, yeah, no, I like I've I've never found K-pop appealing, and there there's like a couple of standout songs or groups and stuff that I have over the course of doing the show grown to like. But, but as a it, whole, as a, as a conglomerate, it's like ninety nine or ninety eight percent all the same, and the two percent have been different. You know, it, it's yeah. the, those two guys, and then obviously um, that the ones that you like, and, and yeah, uh, like like two pm has a has a has a has a single called guilty love that i really enjoyed and luna deeply recommends them and i'd be willing to listen to them but i know they're i think not all really i think all two i think all 2 p.m is actually a really really good idea um not not the ones that they ended up becoming because that that's the start of when that kind of style started to come out i want to say yeah i want to say right around the 2 p.m 2 a.m era so when that style is starting to come out, but regardless, you know, granted, this is their, I think this is their first, no, this is their second Japanese release, and I don't know if a third release is in this style is really going to really change me all so much. 
No, I, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. I, I don't see me softening on this group or growing up. They could, they, I mean, they can always surprise you, but... Yeah. Uh, but. A, you know, as it stands, if, if this is the style of release that they want to do, and more power to them, if that's what they want to be, let, let them be. But yeah, uh, me personally, I, I'm not going to be checking them out. Yeah. And, you know... But regardless, Luminous sold a wonderful 11,729 copies here. And going on up to number two, it is Room Room by Rebirth. And this is another subgroup of the Nijigaku uh, era from Love Live. Now, this is very, very interesting because... Obviously, we're we're not, we're not into the love live stuff, so we're not keeping up to all these subgroups and all these uh, all these things that they're they're trying to do, right? So obviously, when we got to <laughs> when we got to Vroom Vroom, obviously we were blindsided, right? Yeah, I I looking at the cover, you would almost I I, I keep forgetting that they're in the, like the love live family i'm gonna call it that the the I, I was expecting not what i got which is very much a hard i mean it's your release it's, it's, it's yeah it's, well don't say it well uh, hard meaning <laughs> hard means like rock but <laughs> oh true okay you're 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 100 right um in your face is that is that yeah. a better way to put it it's it's a very bumping style type of release. Yes. Here. Yes. <laughs> and yes, obviously, yes. vroom vroom. When I hear that, obviously, I was thinking a car. And then, yeah, it feels like if I'm gonna drive an initial D style of a uh, style of music, I'm gonna listen to this. Obviously, but <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like you could put that track on any club and no one would notice. <laughs> yeah, no, they wouldn't. No, like it would just slide right in. Like it's to, like oh, to okay. be to be frank here, I know, I know you're gonna. Probably you did not enjoy this release overall. I, for one, am just interested in the fact that they decided to do this style. Granted, they probably will course correct over the next couple of uh, releases after this, but it's very interesting that they decided to do this, and I started laughing because I was just so blindsided at the fact that. Love Live was going to do this style of releases instead this type of genre. Obviously, for Vroom Vroom, the vocals matched, at least. I can't say the same for Bubble Over. <laughs> no, Bubble Over, it, it, in some ways, it's worse. It, the, it, and it's specifically it's because of the vocal, the, the center yes. vocalist that they decided to have used for Bubble Over. Think of it just being type of a club style of mix, an EDM style of mix, but you have Onichan, Taskete kind of anime vocalists trying to sing a song. It doesn't match all too much, and it just doesn't mesh very, very well. And that's why I appreciated Vroom Vroom over time, because if they're going to do this, more power to them but at least try to put vocalists that actually knows what they're singing and knows how to do it in as the center and the main vocalist to harmonize with compared to Bubble Over, which is 
just Onichan Taskete, please. I I think your assessment of the song was spot on, and it it just, God, it does not work. No, and it, it doesn't, and that it, that that's no. the thing. It, that's the thing, like you know, like I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate what they are trying to do. If they're gonna try and rebirth, rebirth Love Live into all types of genres of music, more power to them. More power to them. I don't. I don't care if I hell because I'm not. I'm not going to be the, the the target audience. But we're going to be talking about them on a weekly thing. But it's it's fine trying to find songs that match a vocalist overall. And obviously, it's not their fault for having a composition that they can't they can't really choose. So it's not the Seiyu's fault for that. But. That's why I'm not going to be as hard as I would be specifically for from <laughs> Yeah, no, the it's uh you know I I think it's the producers and I think it's the 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 people that made the song and and made the decisions behind it and I, I don't think it's you know the the seiyus are just doing their job. Yeah, at uh, that and, point. And yeah. so you know you, you gotta yeah I get I get that, but. I mean, overall, choose, choose vocalist that matches the damn song correctly. <laughs> That's all we ask at this point. <laughs> uh, agreed. Uh, and, yeah. Regardless, Room Room sold a lovely 13,281 points. And going on up to number one, it is Be Selfish by Equal Love. And I, for one, want them to be selfish because they were selfish enough to just sing in the same type of style they have been at this point. No, um, so... Uh, be selfish. I, I had mixed feelings about this. I, I, I don't. I like Equals Love. I they've had some releases that I've enjoyed in the past, but I, I don't know. I, I felt like Be Selfish was all right. It, it's not bad. Like I, I, I mean, I liked it a lot more than the previous two releases that we've talked about. But I. I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling be selfish. I, I don't think it worked. It's okay for what it's trying to do, but I, I don't. It doesn't come together the right way. It's weird vocally. The composition's not quite there. I I don't know. It, I wasn't feeling it, but I, I felt like the other tracks on this because the special editions for it's it's well, like a mini album at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even notice the the um, ninth cause, well because the, they have the the in- instrumental versions of the first four tracks. I didn't realize uh, the ninth. Uh, I didn't realize the ninth was an actual song, and then uh, so I didn't listen listen to Warete f- uh, Fragile. Yeah. I did not realize that was a song. <laughs> so oops on that one, but. Uh, yeah, I, I liked the other stuff. Uh, like the B side tracks were okay. Not not enough to make me like it, but I I th- I felt like they were better than Be Selfish, which is the the lead track. So I, I mean, Equals Love, like I said, they're they're pretty good, and I, I typically like them. But this release I felt was just a miss for me, and that sends me a little bit. But I I think they'll bounce back next time. Like I said, they're they're pretty. I I think they're better. Like they tend to drop good releases instead of bad releases so uh i'm i'm 
I, I'm interested to see what they do next, but I, I wasn't feeling this one. I think for for me, you know, for be selfish, I think specifically for Equala, I think the appeal of them being what needs to be an idol group kind of ward off. And it's sad. It, it really is sad. And none of this, none of the releases worked for me specifically. I thought that it was just traditional idol and that nothing really sounds new. Like, for, for them, I know this is just probably one bad single. And the sales reflected that specifically when we get to it. But, you know, overall, I think this was just a bad release. And if they can do something to mix it up to surprise me again, then... Well, we'll have it, and we'll just call Be Selfish a bad single. But as of right now, I don't know if I feel okay with the directory that they're heading towards, so... Yeah, I... It, it's, it's really hard because, you know, Eagles Love has been at it for a while now. They I mean, they've had several releases, but uh, I, like I said, th this one just, I, I, like I said, I mean, I, I haven't liked everything Equal Love put out because I remember not liking Weekend Cit Citron. But, you, you know, they, like I said, you know, they, they typically, I think, hit more than they miss. And I, I'm just going to label this in like the miss category and see what they do next. Before yeah. I start really trying, I'm trying to go go at it, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, I guess I think they're 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 pretty good overall, and like I said, I just don't think this one comes together. So I, I'm, I, I I would still consider my I don't well I think maybe fans a strong word, but I'm looking forward to see what they do next because uh, these these girls knock it out of the park when they when they want to, and so it's just. You know, we'll we'll just see what they do next. Yeah, but this week it sold a lovely one hundred forty-three thousand nine hundred and thirty-eight copies here, and going on up to the album side real fast. Doesn't really change. I mean, Snowman, so what? Snow Labo two series two. Took number one again, and granted, you know, the sales aren't going to make it go over a million, which is sad. I really thought they could push it over the edge, with, but, you know, only 36,000. Overall, slow week for the Oricon, but... But, yeah. With that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongekidu. You can find us on all social media platforms at Ongekidu on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website where we talk about the Japanese music industry at Ongekidu.com. You can also follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer, but she's going kind of balls deep into Final Fantasy XIV and he is him being an archer but you can check him out at twitch.tv slash cardio hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also check out timber taff who is just coming back from romania so i asked him if he got some good old vampiric women so he said no he didn't appreciate that but you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timber taff t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t you can also check out our, our affiliate and Luna's sister, Rose, 
But you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-A-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name, who is a author of Schmuck Books. And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl Has No Name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Kill, Timber, and Fangirl talk about the gaming news called Pod Source. This week was a very special episode as we had... Uh, one of Kyo's Twitch partner or Twitch group's name called Retrosaurus called Chris Naga on and we talked about all sorts of things. We talked about football. We talked about a whole bunch of things about Final Fantasy. We talked about Death Stranding a lot. So overall it was a very good episode and go check it out. Look up Cardi Hunter, same as his Twitch channel on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYCan1 where I talk about Bang Dream, I know about Roboco Harobo, and all the wonderful things there. Where can we find you, Gray? You can follow me on Twitter at OngakaGray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And you can follow Luna and LunaMurray87. But yeah, saying thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next time. Bye-bye.